Presented by Facebook. Hey, good morning, Playbookers. I'm Raghu Munavalan. It's Wednesday. And today's show, some exclusive polling that might just tell the story of the midterms. It's your Politico Playbook Daily Briefing. We have some news in our latest Politico Morning Console poll that boils down to two big questions about 2022. One, can Democrats overcome the culture war attacks dragging them down? And two, can Republicans overcome the Trumpian anchor dragging them down? Let's start with the Democrats. Voter opinions about President Joe Biden's handling of the pandemic continue to drag down Democrats. 39% of registered voters approve of the job he's doing, while 57% disapprove. Democratic governors have been trying to get ahead of pandemic fatigue by lifting mask mandates around the country. The country is moving further and further in that direction. 49% of voters want mask mandates removed, while 43% say it's too early for states to rescind their mask mandates. The tricky part for Democrats is that their voters are divided on the issue. A majority of Democrats still want mandates in place. Support for a combination of masks and vaccines is dropping. A plurality of voters, 49%, still feel that local governments should be encouraging COVID-19 vaccinations and masks in indoor public places. But that's down seven points since September. In the teeth of the pandemic, anti-masking sentiment was a fringe obsession limited to the right. But with the Omicron surge subsiding, it's now mainstream and growing in popularity. And masking is hardly the only culture war concern for Democrats. Politico's Sarah Ferris and Ali Mudnick obtained private polling from the DCCC that the committee has been using in presentations over the last two weeks to show the GOP attacks using issues such as critical race theory to fund the police, open borders, or amnesty are, quote, alarmingly potent. The DCCC warned that if Democrats don't respond to Republican attacks on these issues, the GOP's lead on the generic ballot jumps from 4 to 14 points in swing districts. Equally alarming for Democrats, the new polling showed the GOP's attacks are most successful, with three groups that Democrats desperately need in November. Center-left voters, independents, and Hispanic voters. When it comes to GOP voters and Trump, we're always skeptical of arguments about declining GOP support for Trumpian obsessions. Predictions haven't looked so great over the last seven years, but our latest Politico Morning Council poll points in that direction. Republican voters want to stop talking about Donald Trump's false claims of 2020 election fraud. 50% want to move on from discussing such claims, while 37% want to continue this focus. Caveat. The poll also shows that GOP views on this issue are sensitive to how the questions are framed. When Republicans were asked if they support or oppose, quote, Trump's continued focus on his claims of fraud in the 2020 election, 53% said they support it, and 36% said they oppose it. The results come after a CBS poll released Monday shows that Trump's grip on the GOP remains firm. 69% of Republicans said they want Trump to run again in 2024, while 31% said he shouldn't. So how should Republicans handle Trump? That's a question that will continue vexing Republicans this year, especially if state-level investigations into his private business dealings gain momentum. After Monday's news that Trump's longtime accounting firm had broken ties with him and his family business, The Hill's Alexander Bolton asked some GOP senators for their reaction. His piece that you can catch in today's playbook includes some critical commentary from Senator Mitt Romney, which is expected, but it was comments from Senator John Thune, who offered no cover for Trump, that suggested a tinge of desire among GOP leaders to find a way to put Trump in the rearview mirror if the investigations escalate. Thune, quote, and other GOP lawmakers are trying to figure out what it all means politically, given that Trump is viewed as 
the party's de facto leader. Thune said, quote, I suppose it probably depends on how this all plays out. I assume there are other accounting firms out there that they can employ, but clearly they'll have to answer the questions around it. At this point, I think it's all part of a broader narrative, and we'll see where it leads. Here's what's up in Washington today, starting with the White House. At 10.15 a.m. Eastern, President Joe Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris will receive the President's Daily Brief. The White House COVID-19 response team and public health officials will brief at 11 a.m. Press Secretary Jen Psaki will brief at 1 p.m. The Senate will meet at 10 a.m. with closure and potential confirmation votes throughout the day on DOD nominations. The House is out. Michael McFaul and Rick Grinnell will be among those testifying before an oversight committee at 10 a.m. on responding to Russian aggression in Eastern Europe. All right, that's all I've got for you today. For more news on what's breaking in D.C. right now, subscribe to the Playbook newsletter. That's at politico.com slash playbook. Our music is composed by Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Raghu Munavalan. Have a great Wednesday. We'll see you first thing tomorrow morning. Facebook leads the industry in stopping bad actors online. That's because they've invested $13 billion in teams and technology to enhance safety over the last five years. It's working. In just the past few months, they've taken down 1.7 billion fake accounts to stop bad actors from doing harm. But working to reduce harmful and illicit content on their platforms is never done. Learn more about how they're helping people connect and share safely at about.fb.com slash safety.